Noi mai, haere mai, ki tēnei hōtaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman with you. Uh, just an update here. A man has died after being shot by police in Wainua Mata this afternoon after holding uh, a woman hostage. The police say they were called to a suspected family harm incident outside a property on Coast Road at 11.45am. And you will hear more about that in Checkpoint and we will keep you updated uh, on the latest developments there on the panel. But today, new research out highlights the rate of trauma amongst New Zealand children compared to Australian counterparts. Really worth highlighting, uh, and the comparison is stark. That just after four on the panel. A new report uh, on trends in the funeral industry, burial versus cremation, will tell you the latest. Have you given much thought? Do you know how you would like to be sent off? What will be on your headstone if you have one? Get in touch. Also today, are you aggrieved by the cost of surcharges and why are surcharges slapped on goods and services the way they are? Plus, on the panel, and there's a month for everything, isn't there? But hear me out, because this is a goodie. Safe digging month this month. How do you know where to dig safely when you want those agapantha roots gone? Like me, asking for a friend on that one. This afternoon, I am with uh, Ali Jones from Red PR, also a community board member based in Ōtautahi, Christchurch. Ali Jones, welcome to the panel. Kia ora, how are you? Very well, Ellie. Also today, Michael Monaghan, General Manager of Con- Computer Recycling, former Chair of the Arts Council of New Zealand. Michael, it's been a while. Great to have you back on. Uh, kia ora, Wallace. Nice to be back Yeah. On. Now, to this first. A few years back, the Waikaka District lost its one shop. Now, the historic 19th century local pub got put on the market recently. And instead of seeing it close, the locals... Well, they've banded together to save it. They've placed a deposit, but there are still a few details to iron out, like coming up with the rest of the money. (laughs) Everyone knows just how vital a rural pub is to its community. It's a way that people get together and bond in good times and in tough times. And the local Waikaka pub is legendary. So with us is um, Jason Clallan. He's the director of the newly formed Waikaka Hotel Enhancement Company. Jason, great to have you on the panel. Yeah, good to, good to be on here. It's a pleasure, Jason. One of the first, one of the reasons I first uh, recognised this hotel, Jason, because I was in a covers band in the early nineties, and I played in your fair hotel. We got booed from the stage after the song "Mustang Sally." Um, we weren't very good, and I won't hold it against you, Jason, because it was such a hoot. It was such a night. But what I can recall that it was it was almost a family there. The hotel is legendary, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is, yes. And it was owned by um, a family, the Corcoran family, there for over 100 years. And, um, you know, at community, we get on like a family. Um, no one's got any bad grudges about anyone. And, Good. Yeah. The pub, built in 1872, describe what it means to the community. Oh, it means a lot to the community. It means, yeah, it's a hub hub of our community where... Um, Everyone gets together and um, has a yarn and supports each other when they're down and out. You know, a lot of mental health going on nowadays. Yeah. And, you know, it's a good way to um, relax your day on a Wednesday or a Friday night and just go down and have a couple of beers or, you know, a couple of pints or a raspberry and lemonade and talk to the locals. 
It's true, isn't it, Ellie? I think uh, the, the article was saying, look, if you've had a bad day on the tractor, there's one place to go, uh, your local Waikaka pub, and you, you'd have a few of these pubs uh, around your area, Ellie. Oh, absolutely. We go to a meth and a fair bit, oh. and, you know, the, the yeah. rural pub there is, is the heart, really, of, of the community. Um, and I know from the UK, too, that... pubs there were an extension of your front living room so if you think about that and then add in the you know the importance of community in that sort of rural setting in New Zealand they're absolutely essential. Yes stay there Jason. Michael? I also thought uh, reading the article how smart it was Jason that you were going about the sort of financing of this in the way that you are. I think there's bound to be people who are um, who are saying, God, I'd love to have a little piece of that and to um, to do it. So I thought it was a very smart way to approach fundraising or, you know, raising yeah. the money for it. And also a good idea not to tell us how much the price is because then you could just keep fundraising <laughs> um, and pay the expenses for a number of years out beyond oh, the good price. Good thought, Michael. So do you want to explain a bit more about that? Uh, how, does it, how does it work, Jason? Um, yeah, well, we're selling shares. We've got 350 shares to sell, um, um, which are, yeah, there are a thousand dollar shares, um, and you get one share to the pub. It's like a donation, but um, investment really. Um, but you know, we're always welcoming. Um, you know, if you can't afford that thousand dollars, you know, if it's a hundred dollars or five hundred dollars, you know, we're, we're taking those donations, and it's you know, it's a privilege to be able to do that. And it, look, we've got people as far away as Auckland. You know, they're mm. in contact with us now, and they're um, putting money towards their pub. A local hotel, I should say, and sort of from there right down to Bluff, really. So, you know, we've had tremendous support today because we, you know, we've been on the news this morning, and yeah, no, it's tremendous how we're doing it. If you've just joined us, we're talking about the Royal Tavern in the tiny town of Waikaka. This is Eastern Southland. Uh, I think they've got a population of around uh, one thousand six hundred. Because Jason, let's get real frank here. It would be unthinkable uh, of your little village to be without this type of hotel, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, it would be. Um, in, in a township alone, you know, there's probably only 80 or 90 live in the town, but the wider community, you know, that's where all those numbers come from. And, you know, it, we've got real strong um, sports clubs out here, like your golf club. Yeah. And they're always looking for members. Um, you know, you can buy a membership there for $200 a year and, and the ladies, they're doing really well. Then we've got our local rugby club. You know, we've had all blacks out of there. We've had super super rugby out of there. And and then you've got your squash club and all your other clubs. You have um, local dog trolls. Um, we've had the um, New Zealand here and the Nationals the last few years. And great success and a great community, really. It certainly is. I've been there. Uh, actually, Ali, have you been to Waikaka? No, I haven't. No, I'm glad it was, it, it was explained where it was because no, I haven't. Yeah, Michael, uh, not that I know yeah. of with deliberateness, but I'm. We may have. I may have crossed paths. I'm just. I'm, try, I'm looking it up on TripAdvisor to see what kind of because you're doing accommodation and food as well. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. There'll be great food there and there's accommodation available. So, yeah, we sort of you know get this up and running, and we've got our local field days coming up in February. Nice. So that's only. It's only twenty minute thirty yeah, twenty minute drive from Gore really, so uh, there's always accommodation there if you want to come and stay. 
Alongside of this is uh, we've, my wife and I have made a little bit of a habit of going to these kinds of places and staying in them in a variety of, you know, from a New Zealand tourism point of view, you know, it's obviously servicing the community. But for tourists to come along and find a hotel like that, supported by its locals, seeing what's going on in the community, must be a fantastic experience. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We're, yeah, we'd like them to come through our way. And, you know, we get, quite often get camper vans come through and, We've always got English English people out here, or, or uh, rugby players from Wales and that. So it's right. a great experience, and they love it. Good on you, uh, Jason. Well, all, look, all the very best for saving uh, this uh, iconic uh, Southland uh, hotel, and uh, hope you drum up uh, the rest of the money. Oh, yeah, it won't be a problem, I don't think. <laughs> Good <laughs> on you. Fair enough. And it won't either. That's Jason. We'll be chasing you. We've got a Facebook page as um, Friends of Waikaka Hotel. Nice Friends one. Of- so, yeah, spread that around, friends of Waikaka Hotel. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Kia ora. That's uh, director Thank of the you. newly formed Waikaka Hotel. Uh, they are, yeah, it is, a, it is a great hotel. B- meanwhile, uh, interesting, there's some really interesting responses. Because I asked, just sort of put it out there, uh, how would you like to go? We don't often think about it. I have never thought about how I'd like to go when, my, uh, when I pass. Uh, someone says, well, I would like to be composted. And I've never thought about that. Uh, another one here, my headstone. I also asked, what would your headstone uh, read if you had one? My headstone would read, I wanted a pyramid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I like that. And, and why not? Why not have humour when you die, Michael? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, honestly, that's, I, not, that's not bad. No, and a bit of a fuss too. I mean, yeah. you want um, a pyramid as a, as a statement about um, your life and what you've contributed. I would agree. I wanted a pyramid. I wanted a pyramid. All right, what would you say on your headstone? Uh, text me, 2101. Time for I've been thinking Ellie Jones. I was going to talk about the weather because it's so beautiful in Christchurch, but I had such a crappy drive and I changed it and I was going to talk about traffic. Then I thought, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stick with the weather because everyone's always whinging about the traffic. But honestly, the traffic in central Christchurch is worse than you guys have in Auckland. But the Congestion sun is shining. charging? Oh, well, look, I've been <laughs> listening to that with interest, actually, because we did talk about it in our community board area. Uh, but no, the, the weather here the last, I think, three days now has been stunning. Yesterday it was a bit cold. I was out at the show with the Greyhounds' pets adoption people and it was, yeah, very cool. But the day before it was 28, mm. very little wind, absolutely beautiful. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel really more. I feel much more positive. Yeah. Look forward to Christmas. I feel like we're getting to the end of the year and the wind downs happening. We've got show week this week in, in Christchurch. Uh, it's just such a fantastic time of the year, and we haven't had a garden, having living you know been living in a bus for a couple of years, and now we've moved into the house finally. I can start to see where things are going. And my husband planted an apricot, an apple, and a plum this oh. uh, this week. So it's just new beginnings again, and yeah. um, it just makes you feel so much better despite the traffic. So um, I just thought I'd <laughs> stick with the weather one. I don't know what it's like where you are, but it's been fabulous in Christ. Well, you were saying this, Michael, oh, as well. Yeah, Actually, you are saying, well, it's not a, it's not a flippant, uh, I've been thinking at all. In fact, it's the opposite because yeah. the, the demeanour on life. Yeah. You said, well, you said it's coming in. It's just change. It changes, it, Michael. It, it's like, for me personally, it's like your kind of soul starts to shine. It's a, it's a mm. thing that is inexorably... 
um, linked to my desire to go and do those jobs in the garden, do the things that are um, that I've been putting off for ages and ages, and to throw open the doors and the curtains and and we've had beautiful weather up here too. In the Ali, last so week. we've we, oh, yeah lovely. we've had after what's in Auckland been a miserable kind of a rainy year, a kind year of, of rain. A year of rain. It yeah. has, and, and it just, I, it, I, I, it's like a switch. It, I just yeah. feel completely different. You're unfurling, you Michael. It's yeah. like unfurling. <laughs> You're like a little fern before I see you on the page. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. There's nothing okay. fern-like with me, I'm afraid. <laughs> Kia ora, Michael and Ellie. All right, I've been thinking with Michael Moynihan. Um, look, I've, mine is completely different. When I saw what you wrote, Ellie, I thought, bugger, I wish I'd thought of that myself. But anyway, um, actually, um, I was challenged yesterday by a group of people in business who are identifying AI as the next big wave of change and that New Zealand businesses really have to begin to understand this and start to embrace it and look at it as... Um, uh, as something, hopefully, enablement rather than anything else, because if they don't, there's going to be this tsunami of tech change and they're going to be left behind. And from a New Zealand kind of productivity perspective, this could be the game changer uh, for... Uh, the way in which we identify our, our our purposeful move into the into the future. What are we? Who are we? Yeah. How do we, how do we uh, build an economy? Um, but I'm instantly fatigued by that. I instantly found myself going, "Oh my gosh, really? Another piece of technology change that I'm going to have to get my head around." And what it, what I what it, what it made me realise is that that's exactly what I've got to try and avoid. This is not about techies. This is not about, you know, something happening over there. It's actually about something I've got to walk toward and actually play with and think about and see how it might impact what I'm doing so that I feel uh, alongside it and, and kind of in control of it rather than sort of swamped by another piece of technology change. And And that's... We were talking before about what a hell of a year it's been, and it and it feels like, uh, and and to go to the weather point, it feels like I've got to sort of start thinking positively. You know, the elections are over, whichever hue you go to, um, all of it. Christmas is about to be here, so let's embrace what we need to walk towards in the oh, new year. So th- so thoughtful for a Thursday afternoon. Spike Milligan's headstone uh, reads, "I told you I was ill." <laughs> That's right. You're on the panel. Yeah. You didn't believe me. You said I was a hypochondriac. <laughs>